You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Father Richard Kunst here along with Cindy Cindy Jennings. Jennings. Coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. And we are talking on Real Presence Radio for Real Presence Live. And we are talking to Joe Rutten is our next guest. And right before we went on the air, I said, are you ready? He said, rock on. So this is going to be a good interview, I can just tell. So, Joe, be prepared. You are going to have at least one question that comes out of left field during this talk. All right. I so, love it. Let's so, go. Okay. You will not Ooh. be expecting it. You will not be expecting it. So, so anyhow, so here we go. So first, tell us He's a little ready. bit about yourself. Yeah, my uh, Joe Rutten. I uh, live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm a college professor at Mount Marty University, one of the 12 Catholic Benedictine universities in the United States. I uh, have a background in Catholic education, but started a men's business fraternity to help men connect to faith through business. And out of that, we sprung a platform for the larger business community, men, women, Catholic, non-Catholic, to dialogue about faith principles and business practices. So I'm also the founder of an annual faith and business conference here in Sioux Falls. So I do a little bit of everything. I used to have my own podcast, but I uh, got tired of hanging out with my brother priests. Two <laughs> brothers, actually. It was Rutten Radio, and uh, but once they had assignments moved, we had to cancel the show. But So, yeah, so it's great to be back on the radio again. Joe, how long have you been doing this uh, Faith and Business Conference? You know, we're, uh, we started the fraternity in 2012. In 2015, we held our first uh, Faith and Business Conference, and... So we're probably going on about our, oh, I don't know, seventh year, sixth year. We had one year off for COVID. We just sure. put push pause. But, yeah, we're going to see our, our sixth annual, I believe, uh, that we've been doing it. So it's tremendous. Uh, I took a I took a class in seminary in grad, I mean, in, in like minor seminary in college that was called um, a Catholic Business Ethics by Father Andrew Fabian down in Winona, Minnesota. And, and the one thing I remember him saying, uh, well, it's probably the only thing I remember him saying is, at least in that class, he said, would you rather have on your gravestone he was a great businessman or he was a great person? And that's always stuck with me. And so, you know, when you're looking at faith and business, you know, isn't that kind of like the lens you want to look at? Right. And so what I have found is that often, I come from a family of very, very faithful Catholics. I have two brothers that are priests. Uh, almost everybody in my family practices. My dad was a small business operator. And I always found that people from the church's position, oftentimes pastors, spoke of business in a way that was like either neutral or maybe a necessary evil. And I always thought, you know what, why is business look this way? When the church wants something done, who is it that they go to to get the funds to do it? Mm-hmm. They go to the business folks. They go to the people that created the wealth. And my degree at St. Thomas up in Minnesota, I was learned to see through an integrated lens of faith and faith in science, faith in business, faith in whatever, politics. And so it was there that underneath the kind of the guidance of Dr. Don Briel, Dr. Naughton, and, and others, that I learned to see that business can be a force for good if we integrate it with the principles of our faith, particularly Catholic social teaching, and that we could find a way to have this conversation together about the good of business, and that's what we've done with the Faith and Business Conference. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I actually went on the uh, um, uh, the internet yesterday just to look at your website, and I noticed that you have Matthew Kelly coming this year, right? Yeah, so this is outstanding. Like 
this is what I mean. A lot That's of the big catch. The you, have, you have a big catch for this year, I think. <laughs> with him. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge, right? Matthew Kelly is amazing. And almost everybody would stop and say, Matthew Kelly's coming, let's go. But they would be from the church perspective, right? Exactly, Most Catholics right. are like, hey, let's go to the secret. The guy that gives away those free books at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. He's in all this stuff. Like, But what people don't realize is on the back end, Matthew Kelly actually is first um, a business consultant. Mm-hmm. He runs Floyd Consulting and, and does consulting and leadership and culture work for top-level industries in the United States and probably around the globe. And so what we're doing is saying, wait a minute, let's bring these two people together. There's lots of people out in the business world that know Matthew Kelly as a leadership culture person, and then there's lots of people on the church side that know Matthew Kelly as a church person, but lots of them don't understand that there's another side, and we're going to bring them together here in Sioux Falls to get the best of both worlds, faith and business. I actually did a, uh, what's uh, what's the name of his organization? The Catholic uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it's a Catholic. dynamic. So I did a, actually. I went to a, uh, did a tour of dynamic. It's, I think it's in Cincinnati, and uh, and I was just stunned by the just how he runs that business. You know, in regards to the the faith component, because that's a business itself, and and how he brought faith into running that business, which of course was a no brainer. But it just strikes me that he would be a very good person to bring those two topics together. That you like you said, you don't when it comes to him, you don't normally think of that. Right, and so on the mission side. Um, we have all these great works of evangelization, but no margin, no mission, right? And so so even our apostolates need to have a margin in order for them to uh, uh, fulfill their mission. And so I'm, I'm all on board with the positive role that business and economics plays in how we can minister and, and, and spread the gospel. When is your next uh, conference? Yeah, we're coming up here about three weeks out. August, we just crossed into August here, didn't we? So yes, August we did. 23rd, oh, yeah. August 23rd, so about three weeks from tomorrow uh, in Sioux Falls at the at the convention center. It's about a half-day event. We're flying Matthew Kelly in. He's going to give two different presentations. And then we have a local person that uh, will give a kind of a local testimony. But the conference is about taking Sunday into Monday. How do we integrate faith principles into business practices. How many folks you get to this? Hopefully a lot. <laughs> what, have, what, I mean, what have you done lately? I mean, what have we done in the last few years? Uh, that's great. Uh, so we probably average about two to two fifty, and I think that we're almost sold out. Like we've got a ton of tickets sold, partly because it's Matthew Kelly, but I bet we're close to four hundred. Wow! Uh, oh my. Sold for this one? Yeah, just okay. blowing up. So if people are out, the listener audience is diverse. Like. One time, for one of the conferences, we actually had a private jet flying from Fargo, North Dakota, with a, a group of people because somebody up there wanted their donors to be able to get a sense and an understanding of the good that their wealth can do. Mm-hmm. They're like, you guys fly all over the place for business. You, let's fly down to Sioux Falls. Let's go to this conference down there, and, and let's give some good faith integration and perspective to your wealth, uh, your wealth portfolio. So people come in from all over, all over the region. Some we got people come out from Kansas City and in different areas. So we love the listener audience. Jump on the website and uh, look at purchasing a ticket. Come on down to Sioux Falls for the conference here in three weeks. I assume that this is primarily a Catholic audience, but you, I'm sure you also get some non-denomination or other denominations. Is, I should say. Yeah, this is great, Father. So you mentioned your class in seminary, and what I realized I was just studied to be a priest for four years, did my undergraduate work. And I found our Catholic social teaching, you know, I didn't grow up like 
understanding that there's bodies of teaching in the church, right? Like there's the spiritual tradition and the, mm-hmm. the social tradition. I'm like, wow, this is fascinating because it applies actually to all humans. We're not proposing the social doctrine just for Catholics. We actually believe that dignity of persons is a principle of all of humanity. And so because we look at it that way, it means that it's a real bridge for us to have a conversation and create a dialogue with our brothers and sisters of faith that have shared values, but might not share the specific doctrines. For instance, Mary or Eucharist Mm -hmm. or the sacramental life of the Church, but they do stop and say, well, wait a minute, I do believe in solidarity. I do believe that we're brothers and sisters. I do believe that Christ is King and cares about what we do at work. All right, well, let's come together. And so we've opened it up to make it men, women, Catholic, Christian, uh, anybody interested in the conversation about faith at work is welcome and encouraged to attempt. And looking at the dignity of the human person, right? I mean, I, I suppose that if you're like a, if you're a business owner, administrator, and you have to deal with like even something as practical as letting people go, how do you do that from a faith perspective? A hundred percent. This is the type of work that I believe the church ought to be more invested in and ought to be providing more opportunities. There is not a lot of these types of conferences or, or workshops going on, from, from the Catholic perspective at least. The Protestants do a lot of this type of stuff, but they have much more of an evangelization narrative of preaching Christ, Bible studies, prayer groups, uh, prayer before meetings, and all those are good and might be uh, capable of being implemented at your office. But Catholics bring this unique perspective that says, yes, but we also have principles like dignity of persons, where we can use that principle to put together our HR uh, uh, program so that hiring and firing is based on faith principles. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you fire somebody or when you have to let somebody go. Are you doing it in a way that actually uh, it manifests your faith principles? and helps you learn, hey, this is a person, they have a family, they have responsibilities, or go this way. They were created by God with gifts, and we just find that you aren't maximizing your gifts, or your gifts don't fit into the work that you're trying to accomplish here. We believe that it's probably best for both you and us if we look for another opportunity for you. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the whole idea, I mean, I'm sure this is where you're going with this conference, the whole idea of taking your faith into your business life and say, every decision I make, like we like we say politicians, they shouldn't be like out in their political realm, not being Catholic and just saying that they are. That's the same case with the business world. And so I suspect that's what you're focusing on, all aspects of business life. How do you bring your faith into that and how do you make those decisions based on faith? A hundred percent. It's very common and popular in Catholic circles to think about faith in politics. So that's natural. We think then we think social issues, abortion, transgenderism, sexuality, even poverty, right? How does poverty, social programs, all these types of things. It's like, all right, there's a space for that. But do you realize, folks, we should be turning all of this into and implementing it into our business practices? And if that's what I found to be the game changer, because it really is a, yeah, it's really just a great, great resource, a toolbox for us to help be better in business, and then in turn, business yeah. makes us yeah. better. So, yeah, so our secular society says 
business, the goal is to make as much money as possible. And we want to say, nope, from the Catholic perspective, the dignity of the human person is to do business the way Jesus would want us to do business. Right, 100%. And the word I like to use is flourishing. From the Catholic perspective, business ought to create human flourishing. Your, Your persons in the organization ought to flourish. The customers you're serving ought to flourish. The community in which the business resides ought to flourish. And you can even go to the, the environmental side of it, right? Yeah. And you might say, well, all right, the environment ought to flourish. Exactly. So what does that mean? What does that look like? All right, yeah. well, that's yeah, not let's, black and white. Exactly. So, Joe, let's, uh, let's just hold on to that just for a second. We're going to take a quick break and go and finish that thought right after this break. Back to the show. This is Father Rich Kunst, along with Cindy Jennings, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We're on Real Presence Live, and we are talking to Joe Rutten of the Faith and Business Conference in Sioux Falls. So I I rudely interrupted him before the break, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. So now we're going to go to a different direction. So i got a question here, Joe. Uh, You said something early on in the interview that kind of piqued my interest about, you know, what does the church do when they need you know, maybe help with something? They go to the business people, right? And so the people that are making the money. And so... Do you do you address the issue in the conference in regards to like development and proper use of profit? Right, that's a very good question. So, what we've done, you know, as our sixth, seventh year that we've been at this, is we've kind of said, all right, what we believe the umbrella theme for the conference is uh, Sunday into Monday, and so just that visual that says, how do I take what my faith teaches us, what Christ proposes to us, what the gospel gives us, and take that into what I do Monday morning when I go to work. And with that, we've, we've developed kind of underneath it some different themes each year. And one of the years, we did have the theme of uh, profit and stewardship. So what is good profit, and what does it mean to steward well? What What's the Lord call? And I'm telling you, it was a great, great conference. We had all the nonprofit leaders from the area in the in the room, and we had a lot of the wealth creators in the room, and we got to create this dialogue between the two groups about each other's, the other side of the coin. And we had Frank Hanna, who's an outstanding Catholic businessman down in Atlanta, Georgia. He came up, and he wrote a book called The Good, the Good That Money Does, and it was fantastic. So, yeah, we're very interested in the ethical dimension or the moral dimension to business. And is wealth in and of itself good or bad, or is, is it just what I do with it once I get it? Or And so, yeah, we absolutely do have that conversation. This year's theme is going to revolve a little bit more about holy moments. Like, what are those, those, those divine or spiritual or religious moments that I encounter in my day at work? What does it look like to have a faith perspective, a, a divine perspective, when I go to work each day? So that'll be the theme for this year. But in the past, certainly we've talked about those conversations of wealth. So, you know, so somebody signs up for the conference. What do they expect? What should they expect? What's, a, what's this thing going to look like for somebody that's yeah, been to it? This is great. So especially if you're coming in from out of town, it really works out well because we don't pack the full day from front to end. So it allows you to either come in the morning or it allows you to fly out in the evening or drive out in the evening. We keep it to a half day. We pack in in a half day. We start at 11 o'clock with, with Holy Mass. So we have a Catholic Mass, and it's Catholic event, sponsored by Catholic folks. So we're not, we don't shy away from that, even though we have an open invitation to our non-Catholic brothers and sisters. Mass at 11, and then we come out and we have lunch at noon, and the conference kicks off 
with lunch there at noon, and, and we'll run into a keynote. Matthew's going to give us a 45-minute keynote. Then we've got a local FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes Director, the regional director from Sioux Falls here, is going to come and give a, a, a talk. On, his is actually going to be on humility, which I'm fascinated by. I'm like, oh, you have some some guy come in and tell the business community about humility. I can't wait to hear his message. <laughs> and then we'll close it up with Matthew Kelly and myself and the other MC are going to do a sit-down interview, conversation, dialogue with Matthew Kelly for the, for the back end of the conference. Then we'll wrap it up if you want to grab a beer or a glass of wine and hang out and have some conversation you can. Otherwise, you could be home for dinner. Oh, that's amazing. That sounds like a great half day. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really yeah. is packed in. And only for 50 bucks. It's like every time oh, I'm like, wow. guys, we should be charging more for this. Right. Every time they're like, nope, 50 bucks is good. We're all right. We're not worried about the profit side of it. We want to get the message out and make sure it's available to anybody to come. So. No, that's great. Joe, what, what is your all-time favorite Johnny Cash song? <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. I'm not. <laughs> this is the question. This is the question. I shouldn't have warned you. I think you. it has to be Folsom Prison. Oh, oh that's Cindy's mine. favorite, too. Yeah. All right. right. I think, like, that's, that's, I can, you know, you just start, you know, the, the easy one would have been Ring of Fire, but that's not, that, that's the one that I'm sure even he got tired of singing. Well, let me, okay, okay, Joe, I don't, Joe, I don't want to take <laughs> issue with you, but I, you're talking to a guy that's got three PhDs in Johnny Cash, I got every song he ever recorded, they're all memorized, and my favorite song is Ring of Fire Still. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, that's yeah, funny. Of course, I, I step on the hot button, right? Yes, like, you did. Ring of Fire, I did it, I did it. No, what a fantastic, you know, I just think of all of those, all that whole genre, that whole crew, um, is just just what a what a beautiful area of music that the, that exactly. they live in yep. and that we got right now. I get the everybody you know, talking about passing on music to your kids. Johnny mm-hmm. Cash is one that gets passed on to my boys. Darn straight, Johnny Cash is the best. I always say, if the angels in heaven don't sound like Johnny Cash, I'm just not interested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, hey, hey, Father, now what you really need to do is you need to end the, the, each show after you ask the question. You need to end with uh, uh, singing of a Johnny Cash song. Oh, I'm not going to sing yes, it, but that's, that's it. beyond my power, I've Joe. heard it before. So, Joe, so we, we already brought it up in the show that we need the bumper music to be Johnny Cash, at least when I'm hosting. And so, I think his curveball to you is sing. Don't, don't. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the Faith and Business Conference. Oh, <laughs> what, what are you, I mean, so we're um, uh, coming to the end of this interview, Joe. Say a little bit more. What You're going to put in a plug. How many how many tickets are still available? What would you be yeah, saying yeah, to people? Yeah, yeah, uh, we've got a few tickets available, but they're going fast. But we're three weeks out, and I don't think, I think, you know, you get another week down the road here, and they're going to be sold out. So if you're listening right now and you're interested, jump on our website, faithandbusiness.com, and, and grab your ticket here. Sioux Falls, Matthew Kelly. You know what else we're going to do? We're going to put a couple of local business leaders up that are just going to give some quick three minute elevator testimonies. They're oh. just going to get up and. and they're going to so their, their conference. What is what's faith at work look like? And so they're going to give testimony at Christ at work. What's not not work, like at work in the office, but Christ at work in my life. Yeah. What does that look like? And so I'm really excited for some of these local business leaders. We got a vice president of a bank. We've got somebody that heads up one of the homeless shelters. Um, it's just a great great group that we have also for these short little testimonies. So. Uh, we'll have a few tickets left. 
jump on the website, 50 bucks. Uh, but otherwise, we expect 400. I think I have 432 seats to fill, and I'm pretty sure that that'll uh, that'll happen here in the next week or so. Have you had a lot of people that come back every year? Every year, yeah. You know uh, what we have actually is it's it's amazing. We've brought back a couple of the same speakers, Andreas Widmer, who your listening audience might know as the Pope and the CEO. He's a professor at CUA in DC. Uh, he he. Is just a phenomenal, phenomenal person and speaker. He's been out twice. Dr. Michael Naught from St. Thomas Catholic Studies been down twice. Uh, there's a great speaker out of Austin or uh, uh, Waco, Texas, Dina Dwyer Owens from Undercover Boss. Um, she's phenomenal. She blew the blew the roof off last year. And when you have speakers like this, people are you know they put it in their calendar for next year. So. Yeah. Your listeners are going to want to not just only get here for, for Matthew Kelly, but to keep it as an annual conference. Amen. Rock on, Joe. Joe, I hope this thing goes super well for you. Awesome. I love it. And thank you for it. doing it. Yes, this is great. We yes, need absolutely. we need stuff like this. Amen, brother and sister. All right. Yep. Thank you very much, Joe. God bless you with the conference, and good luck with it. Appreciate it. Many blessings. You too. All right. Well, no, it's time for the technical director preview of the next show. This is one of my favorite parts of the show, Cindy. So, Aaron, are you there with us? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. So, on the next Real <laughs> Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Amanda Ellerkamp and Kelly Schneider coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. Their guests will include Deacon Tony Turnus, Chair of Catholic Charities of North Dakota, and Father Peregrine Fletcher, author and illustrator of My Name is Philomena. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. All right, Aaron, I'm not going to slam nice. the next show. Like I, us- I usually say, okay, that doesn't sound as exciting as ours. We already know that, so I'm not going to say anything about it. So, Aaron, what, what would be your favorite part of the show today? It's always a good question to ask. I always enjoy the straight talk segments, especially because they're very informative, and they're, I guess, in a healthy way, they could be potentially confrontational just for the sheer fact that you're not afraid to answer questions correctly, I guess. Right. <laughs> good. Well, that's a, that's a nice way of saying something nice yeah, to me. I think that's good. I try. Aaron, yeah. you're all right. So what was your second favorite part of the show? Is that, are you asking me again? Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Poor well, Aaron. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> second part of the show, uh, I like all the Chani Cash facts. I appreciate that you have a... Uh, Possibly borderline unhealthy obsession with an artist. I think that's a very good thing, actually. Aaron, there's nothing possible about it. It is that's real. Funny. So what? What about this bumper music? Can you can you put in like a little uh, uh, plug for some bumper music for Johnny Cash? I can maybe reach out to his estate and see what they say. Well, I okay. I've actually I've actually reached out to his estate before. Uh-huh. Have you actually? You have? Oh, yeah, because we had, uh, my last parish I was in was uh, our softball team was called St. Johnny Cash, and because uh, it was St. John's, and so we had an image of him holding a baseball glove, and then the person that we had printed it told the estate, and the estate got back to me and said, "You can't use that image." So I just said, "Well, which image can we use?" Why did so he rat they, you out? Yeah, he ratted Man. me out. It's like you guys don't know who you're talking to. Anyhow, so anyhow, I don't know why I brought that up, but yeah, uh, Aaron. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, Aaron, so why don't you go ahead and uh, do that, reach out to the estate, get some bumper music. That'd be the best way of making this Real Presence Live even better. Anyhow, Cindy. Yes. Are you taking a nap going? today? I am tired. Can you tell? <laughs> Will you take a nap? No. Okay. Uh, so what do, you, what do you got on tap for the rest of the show, Cindy? Um, I'm not the show, the rest of the day. Well, it's a beautiful day. We have no smoke, which is huge for Duluth, Minnesota, because we've been getting yeah. a lot of that Canadian Not a smoke. lot of sun this summer. Not a lot. So, yes, I'm... 
I've got a wine party tonight that I'm doing. Sounds and so fun. I'm going to go and work. All right. And well, be no. inside. Okay. Well, that sounds boring. Okay. Well, not the wine party. Okay. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to be with all of our listeners on Real Presence Live. Bless all the people that work at Real Presence and make this always an act of God's work in the world. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Aaron, Amen. thanks for doing the background you, work Aaron. for us. And may Johnny Cash be our bumper music next time. <laughs>